Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. As we continue to roll through today, we're talking a lot about the renovations that were released yesterday out at Arrowhead Stadium. I asked everybody earlier in the show, I want to get your guys' opinion on it right now on the Jays Southland Tow Service text line at 913 913- Five eight six seven six ten. What did you think of the renovations that the Chiefs unveiled yesterday out at Arrowhead Stadium? Is it going to make you vote yes? Is it going to make you vote no? Did it change your mind on how you're going to vote? I want you guys to weigh in on what you saw yesterday because, as we've seen from the text line and we've talked about, very underwhelming for a lot of people. I like the way it looked. I like the addition of the bathrooms and more concessions and all of those things that they put out there yesterday and more parking spaces. But I just don't know what the community benefit is for the for the Jackson County citizens who are going to put their money into it. I feel like those renovations that they rolled out yesterday are renovations that the team should probably pay for. Because to me, if the city and the county, I should say the county, is going to pay that money, well, what are we getting back in return? And for me, the only way to get something different and better back in return would be to throw a dome over it so you could get the bigger events that we don't already have that bring more people to town that enable our businesses in Kansas City to do a lot better. So that's kind of where I, I stand on that one. I, it, was, it was beautiful. I, I thought it was gorgeous. I liked the ideas. But for a for a tax increase for that, I'm like, eh, that's 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 kind of you know, that you're on your own on that one. Well, toilets are good. Always Restructuring good, yeah. the, the building itself, obviously it needs upgrades because of the age. Sure. That thing's as old as me. Yeah. So it's, it's been a long time. So it does need some upgrades from time to time. I understand the suites, it's where things are going. Right. A different direction. But also, the disappointing thing, and it's 100% true, and Mark said that the, the area is not developing mm-hmm. to put the hotel, because I was thinking, okay, they're going to put a hotel, they're going to have eventually going to move training camp there, and they're going to have Yeah, that's place the other pre- thing. I thought we'd have more of a training camp vibe from that as well yesterday. Like, those, that was one of the so things I was hoping still to, safe. Yeah, for at least as Andy Reid's the head coach. But yeah. I thought once they did the renovation, but again, it's not opening until 2031, yeah. so that's three presidents from now. Right? Yeah, you yeah, t- yeah. Like Jay said in breaking news, you realize we'll have like three presidential elections before 2031. I'm like, my God, when you put it like that, that's a far way away. But it's really not. It really isn't that far, right, when you think about it. But I thought there would be more of a training training camp vibe where they could bring training camp back to Kansas city. And that would be a cool community benefit to have training camp here and, you know, free and open to the public like it is in St. Joe. But what I saw yesterday, I'm like, okay, those are nice things. Those are good things, but it's not really a community benefit per se. Yeah, one thing they definitely need is the, uh, just the, the facility needs to be upgraded. Like uh, sort of last time what they did back in 07, 08, things mm-hmm. like that. But then, you know, a lot of things people can't take advantage of. Now they can the upper deck. And the canopies with the heat and the cooling and stuff like that. Right. But, yes, the roof not going to be there to bring in, you know, Final Fours and things like that if that's something that you wanted. But uh, mm-hmm. not a lot. I just think the alternative is the worst. If, yeah. if you live in that county and to lose the teams, I think that's the, the main impetus of it. I guess, you know, you could, you could be blown away with the renovations or whatever, but think of the alternative. Do you want to lose the teams? Right. To me, that's 
the bottom line. Right. To me, that's the only factor. We've been getting multiple texts this morning, and here comes another one from the uh, 816. It seems like the Chiefs aren't that interested in the tax passing. Of course, they want free money, and then, of course, the text goes away, but the effort from the Chiefs is embarrassing, and we've received numerous texts like that over the over the morning now about, do the Chiefs want this thing to pass? And, and I will just say, both organizations have... Uh, uh, offers out there from other jurisdictions, as we talked about on Monday, with better public financing in them. So you can draw the line, you can draw the connection that you want. I think the Chiefs and Royals want to be committed to Jackson County, but they want to know that Jackson County is committed to them. And if then Jackson County votes no, there are other jurisdictions out there that are prepared to make better offers than what is currently on the table from Jackson County. Yeah, because they see it as an opportunity. You know, here's a chance to get a world champion football team right. in your jurisdiction. That's very appealing to a lot of other places. Like, okay, you're gonna you're gonna slip and lose. All right, we'll take them. Yeah, we'll find a way. And that's that's a scary part about it. If, if you're in that area, because it's the money that they bring in, what it does to your community, having a pro team to say you get there, or you know, having primetime games here, and they're showing you know the skyline, they're showing Union Station, they're showing your city, right, your city. Yeah, with, with primetime with the Chiefs, I mean, all that stuff's immeasurable as far as the. Um, I don't know the uh, the aesthetic value Kansas City gets when there's a primetime game here, when the draft was here, how good the city looked whenever they showed right. all those shots in there. That's big. It's huge to have a professional team in these other counties, in other jurisdictions. They see an opportunity and they're going to seize it, right? And they're going to do whatever they can to make it more attractive to get. It's like the NASCAR track when that was a bidding thing between Platt and Wyandotte. Mm-hmm. You know, Wyandotte opened up the coffers to have the NASCAR track out right. there. So that's where it ended up. And there was thoughts originally it was going to be out by the airport. Yeah. Here, here's another one from the uh, from the 816 that says, I still contend both owners don't want the vote to pass in April. Chiefs want to go to Joko and the Royals want North Kansas City. Again, they have better offers out there from other jurisdictions. And, and I'll just continue to say that when – those texts rolling, you can infer however you want to infer uh, on that. From the 816, I got to say, I really don't mind the Chiefs or Royals moving as long as they're in the Kansas City area. That That's how I feel, too. As long as they stay in the Kansas City area, I don't care where they are. As long as we got them here, we get new facilities, we keep our teams here in the Kansas City area, we're all one region. But I know some people care about the state line, whatever. Um, I just want the teams to stay here. They're still in Kansas City if they move to Kansas or if they move to Platte County or if they move to Clay County or if they move to Wyandotte County, right? It's all still the Kansas City region, and they're still our team. Now, the players will like it if they move to Kansas or to Clay County because you won't have that 1% earnings tax anymore that's in KC Mo, right? Well, Clay County, you may have the 1% earnings tax, but if you move across the state line to Wyandotte County or Johnson County, there's no 1% earnings tax out there. So the players would, would like something like that, I'm sure. No, I would have hammered the uh, no new taxes. I, that would have been the first thing. Just yeah. totally hammered that, and I would have had the star of the team go out there and pitch it because people would buy it. Yeah. People would watch it. I've contended that people would watch a reality show of Patrick Mahomes brushing his teeth. Right. If that was an option to watch. So yeah, I would utilize the stars of the team for the stadium issue. I don't know if they would do it or not, but obviously that would go a long way. To be honest with you. Right. From the 816, Bob, like you, I think those renovations should be something the team should pay for. The average fan is not going to benefit. Seeing a lot of that as well. And I agree. Like, I'm not affording an end zone suite. No, uh, it's a lot for the one percenters. Yeah, it, you know, it, it, a lot it, it for is. the one percenters. Yeah, so I, I think the end zone suites are that does nothing for me. I don't, you know, whatever. Yeah. But but I want these teams to stay in Kansas City, yes. in, in the Kansas City area. So whatever we have to do to make sure they stay in our region is vitally important. And that's why I'm so like bullish on yeah, I'll vote yes because I don't want to give them any opportunity to even go, hey, Nashville, you online too, exactly. right? You know, you don't want that. And when I say other jurisdictions, I'm talking other jurisdictions in the area but also there have been other jurisdictions that have reached out from outside the area because there are other cities that want the chiefs or want they wouldn't be doing their job if they didn't exactly right exactly and as a kansas city resident that's where i'm at you know i am completely underwhelmed by this this chiefs reimagined arrowhead you know it does nothing for me but the good from the new kaufman stadium outweighs the bad that was presented yesterday, and you're not even going to put half the bill in, you know, your Clark Hunt. Yeah, yeah. here's our plan. Uh, we'll take all your money. And... Well, they're putting three-eighths in, if you look at it. I mean, $300 <laughs> million of the $800 million project, yeah. right? Yep. John much. Sherman's putting in over a billion dollars, over and like a half, overruns. and cost overruns. and so Which that part gets lost on a lot of people. Uh, uh, I, I talked ton. to a bunch of people yesterday that literally said to me, how come Clark Hunt's putting in $300 million and John Sherman isn't putting in anything? And I'm like, oh, my God, the messaging on this oh project has goodness. been a disaster. Yes. 
the messaging of this project has been a disaster. I just Whoever think is to... handling the PR for this thing has been a disaster with the messaging. I, I, I was, like, shocked. And it was multiple people yesterday yeah. that said that to me. I go, we've been telling you a, million, a billion dollars of his own money. John's given so much to this community. But the messaging has not been there from the teams. And that makes you wonder, too. No, and I'm, I'm still stuck on the fact that uh, they raised the property taxes at the same time that they're wanting to do this. Yeah, right. And they shouldn't have. Right. Because people hear the word tax, and it's no new taxes, extension of a tax, but you hear the word tax, and all of a sudden you don't want it because of that. They should have coordinated, I think, the thing better and done that uh, down the road. But they're essentially a free agent. Right. So if you're a free agent athlete, you want to hear offers from other teams. Right. Because you're not doing your job if you don't. Right, exactly, exactly. You're you're 100% right about that. So you guys can continue to weigh in, 913-586-7610 on the Jay Southland Toe Service text line. Coming up, we're going to talk to our guy Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio. Some great NFL rumors he's hearing and one quarterback that could be headed to the Kansas City Chiefs. Next! Fesco in the morning. I don't even know who Dennis Allen is. Dennis Allen's exactly who you think he is. Who is he? Uh, just a middle-aged white guy. Yeah, but what does he do? Like, <laughs> is he? He's the Saints coach, right? Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to the Hotel California. Well, as we roll through Thursday here on 610 Sports Radio, we bring in our friend Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio. Of course, you can hear him overnight right here on a 610 Sports Radio. It's all brought to you by The Landing in Liberty. And Ben, I got to say, this is the best time of the year for NFL fans. No, I'm right there. Listen, I would trade week four of the NFL season for what we've had the last week, right? The all, hey, you know, all the rumors and the chatter and, you know, league sources, the whispers and uh, informed speculation and all that. It's it's fun. It's, it's a lot of fun. And and we, we talk about this every year. It's the lying season and you don't believe most of what you're told. And then you kind of pick and choose what you believe. And a lot of stuff's fabricated and it's all fun. It's all fun, and this has been a great week. We've had a lot of juicy things that have popped up all the way through the week. I can't wait to see what happens later today, but the last couple of days have been really good. There's a lot of meat on the bone, and it's it's been great for those of us that do gas baggery. The Hardman story with the Jets, that one is uh, is nutso. And uh, the the odd thing about that, the story that he was, McCall Hardman, when he was with the Jets, like on his way out, he was like leaking you know, game plans and stuff like that. And, like, on the surface, that is a massive story, right? You can't do that. That's taboo. You can't – We. I mean, what are you doing? But then you look at what happened in those two games, and you're like, well, the Jets did beat the Eagles in one of the games. In the other game, uh, Zach Wilson actually looked like he knew what he was doing against the Chiefs. So 
Like, what's up with that? Like, shouldn't the results of murder? But I'm sure you've heard the same thing I've heard over the years, Bob, from coaches that say, well, you script, but you only really script the first series. And then after that, you kind of have to adjust on the fly of how the game goes and all that. But still, I mean, that is a really dirty story. Like, Hardman comes out, rips the Jets, and then all of a sudden it's like the, the floodgates open up and the Jets counterpunch. Uh, I, I love stuff like that. It's great. Great oh, talk radio. It, it is fantastic talk radio. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And, and with the McCall Hardman leaking of the story, we, we, I was going to get to it, but we might as well get to it right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I look at it. You mentioned they, they beat the Jets and Zach Wilson played good. And then they're talking about potential tampering with McCall Hardman. The Jets realized they didn't have to trade him, right? Like they could have put him on IR to spend the rest of the season there for a punishment or just cut him or something like that. Like they did not have to trade him back to Kansas City. They chose to do that. Yeah, which – the, the great thing about this is that the original statement that upset the Jets, that ruffled the feathers over there, um, that, you know, there's no culture, they don't know what they're doing, you know, all that kind of stuff, uh, that was not a canard because immediately the Jets came right back and said, oh, yeah, you were giving our play our plays away to, to a couple of teams. You know, you're the bad guy. And uh, just, just another day in the life of the Jets. Just another day. I wonder what the GM there, Aaron Rodgers, thinks about all this. You think Aaron's upset by all these uh, these guys talking in the media? And he's going to have to talk to his advisor, Joe Rogan, and figure out what they're going to do about this. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron, needs, Aaron needs to get on this and start cutting people who are leaking things. I did like the fact, though, that the person who was, like, the most aggravated at McCall Hardman was the punter. Like, come on, man. Like, you're the punter. You need to just go back and kick a couple of balls and go back to the offseason, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, our idiot kicker, our idiot punter. That's where the upheaval is. Uh, the rest of the team, you know, they were a little late to the party, right? A little late there. And all of a sudden, Sauce Gardner, he came swinging, though. When he came in there, Sauce Gardner, he came off the top rope with the atomic elbow when he tossed that down about Hardman. But, yeah, it was a little odd that the punter – you don't even know who the punter is on most teams, do you, right? Nor, I guess we know, who the Chiefs, we know who the Chiefs punter might be now. But, yeah, you, most of the time you're not, you don't know anything. Talking with Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio, and and you can catch him overnights here on 610 Sports Radio. Ben, what has been your favorite kind of juicy rumor besides the Hardman thing of what's going on right now in the NFL? Well, the story that will not die, I don't know if it's the juiciest rumor, but the one that I've been following obsessively here is the life and times of Justin Fields, which is a daily soap opera in Chicago where you have the Bears coming out, praising Fields. You had some weird report by Peter King as he was retiring from his column saying that the Bears are going to keep Justin Fields. Then the next day, the gambling market goes bananas that Fields is going to Atlanta where he's from that area. So th that that one is is interesting because Fields, we, we've talked about, you know, when I come on with you every week, Bob, we've over the years we've talked about how bad he has been um, and how many mistakes he makes. And yet there's supposedly a bunch of teams that are interested in Justin Fields, who is the perfect TikTok quarterback. Like, because if you just watch a couple of clips on TikTok, you're like, man, this guy's amazing. This guy's the greatest thing in the world. And then, uh, you know, and then you watch him the whole game. You're like, yeah, not so much. That one's been good. Uh, the Belichick stuff I've enjoyed also where the Patriots' new regime were ripping Belichick. And I ranted about this a little bit on the overnight show. And then they they were like, well, we weren't really ripping them. You know? but of course they were. They're trying to mark their territory. That's exactly what they were doing. So that's, I mean, the all-time winningest coach in the NFL, you know, modern NFL history, right? I mean, since the internet age, Bill Belichick. And you're like, yeah, yeah, we're not going to be hard asses like Belichick. Just win. Do whatever you have to do to win. It's not that hard. Can I you, think, uh, as a fan base, be excited, though, if your team is talking about acquiring either Justin Fields or Russell Wilson? Like, to me, I look at that and I go, God, just uh, why? Do not do this to me as a fan. Russell Wilson or Justin Fields is my new quarterback? Hell no. Yeah, but then I, I thought of that. Russell Wilson just, to me, is I don't want nothing I want nothing to do with him. But, like, and as much as I, I don't think Justin Fields is very good, it was such a madhouse in Atlanta at quarterback last year that at that at worst, that's a lateral move. Like, if you put Justin Fields at quarterback in Atlanta, it's not a downgrade. It may be an upgrade, but it's not a downgrade. It's like a lateral sidestep type move, but uh, you know, he'll he'll make some highlight, you know, highlight plays. But yeah, Russell Wilson, like the, the Broncos eating 85 million. I'm a salary cap truther, but that's a big meal, $85 million or whatever it is they're going to have to eat. 
in the, in the salary cap, all because, remember, they wanted Aaron Rodgers. They didn't even want, at the time, they didn't even want Russell Wilson. They thought they were getting Aaron Rodgers. They hired Aaron Rodgers' bestie, and they still didn't end up with Aaron Rodgers. And, and then you have to go watch him coach the offense for the Jets and somehow keep his job, even though the Jets' offense was archaic, uh, because he's friends with Aaron Rodgers, and, and that's how it works. So Craziness. Ben, the other one that I think is absolutely wonderful is the Jets have given Zach Wilson permission to seek out a trade. What team is trading for Zach Wilson? I mean, come <laughs> on, man. Like, know who you are. I'm going to go with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers of the Canadian Football League for a 1,000, uh, Bob. That's what I'm, I'm going to go with. Uh, yeah, I laughed at that. And then I realized, and you know, I do like the Rams, and I'm a little concerned because the Rams, uh, one of their their offensive coaches was the Jets' offensive coordinator, part of the LeFleur uh, coaching tree there. And so uh, I could totally see a scenario. The Rams don't have a backup quarterback where they bring Zach Wilson in, but I would, I would not even trade a bag of sand for Zach Wilson. So you, you don't trade anything for the guy. And you know, it's like, but yeah, that's, that's, that's as bad as Russell Wilson. In fact, you'd say it's actually worse because at least Russ had success at one point. And this guy's had no no success. It's he's a whirling dervish of garbage. It's, it's like a tornado of trash flying around. I, I think the perfect scenario, though, for him would be to just sign in Kansas City as a free agent, study under study under Andy Reid for like a year or two, and then everybody thinks you're going to be this great quarterback, and then go get a job after that. Oh yeah, well the Chiefs are now that they're at the top of the mountain and they've been there for a couple of years. Yeah, they can. They you get a guy like that, and then they they leak stories to their their beat writers. Oh, this guy has been amazing in practice. Everyone in the in the locker room loves him. And then you, yeah, you convince a sucker to trade a fourth round pick or something for him down the line. Yeah, the, the Green Bay Packers used to do that all the time, didn't they? As I remember, maybe not. But when they had Brett Favre, didn't they have like Mark Brunel was there, who was a good quarterback, and he was a backup, and they'd they'd rotate guys in, and then it just be, kind of came a thing, right? It was like a thing where. Whoever the Packers backup quarterback is, you know, that guy's going to be pretty good, but he's buried behind Brett Favre and then Aaron Rodgers. And yeah, the Chiefs could totally do that. And they probably should, considering, you know, Mahomes didn't go anywhere for a while and you know, might as well take advantage of the situation. Ben Maller with us here on 610 Sports Radio. And I think, you know, speaking of the Chiefs, Clark Hunt was rated as the 32nd best owner in sports. <laughs> Do fans care? Probably not. It really doesn't make a, a, a difference for the fan base. But what did you think when you saw that? Well, I thought it was it was you know one of those things that's going to be annoying for him when he goes to cocktail parties with the other aristocrats, right? But yeah, in the big picture, you know how how bad is it? You won you won three Super Bowls in recent years. You won back to back Super Bowls. So maybe some of these other owners, like the Vikings guy, who the, weren't the Vikings like the top team for players, maybe they should be uh, a little more difficult. But the lesson for Clark Hunt is if you promise something. You better deliver, right? I mean, he hasn't delivered yet. He said they were going to improve the facilities from what I was reading, and I guess they haven't done it yet, not that it affects the players. But this is one thing that has changed in, in our lifetime, Bob. We're around the same age because it used to be it was a badge of honor. You know, we had the worst practice facility. You know, We had to uh, you know, walk 10 miles in the snow, and now it's just complained. But it used to be like, oh yeah, we we were the toughest, uh, you know, toughest SOBs on the block and all that. But now it's like this: you know, the generations uh, now are like, no, no, we want perfection. We we need childcare. The average NFL salary is uh, two point seven million dollars. You know, I think that would cover a babysitter. I, th I maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Babysitters are expensive. I I don't know. But uh, yeah, I mean it's. You know, in a perfect world, we'd all be treated like kings. You know, I think both of us work in radio. I think we'd agree. Uh, that would be wonderful. But we also live in the real world. And so we know that, you know, occasionally you have to toughen up, you know, tough it out a little bit. A little, just suck, a little bit. Suck it up a little bit. Yeah, I'm with exactly. you, Ben. We appreciate the time. As always, week two of spring training baseball is underway. Enjoy watching a fat pitcher fall off the mound. <laughs> Can't wait for that. I look forward to every day. All right. Thank you, Bob. Ben Maller with us here on 610 Sports Radio, all brought to you by the Landing in Liberty. Coming up here on 610 Sports Radio, Binkley has a theory on how Mahomes could actually already be better than Brady. And then a trade scenario my friend Joe texted me that I think could make sense, and I want to get Bink's thoughts on it. We do that next. Fesco in the morning. There was no... 
keeping you awake starting at 6. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team in. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. I didn't keep you real from the jump. All right, we're back at it on Thursday morning here on 610 Sports Radio. Jay Binkley in for Josh today, who's bowling strikes down in Wichita with his uh, his kids in the bowling tournament down is he there. Bowling so or bowling? Bowling. He's at there. Well, he's not. His daughter, I believe, is bowling down in Wichita. Do they smoke cigarettes at the high school bowling events, or is that just for adults? I'm pretty sure they do. Right? Yeah, right. If you if you go to a bowling Onion alley rings. and somebody's not smoking, drinking beer, eating fried foods, are you really bowling? Nope. No, no, you're really not. Right? Remember smoking on a plane? No, I'm not that quite. I remember, like when I was a kid, we went oh, to Disney. No, I'm, I'm, I only flew one time, I believe, where they were smoking on a plane. It was the early '80s. We didn't fly much. We drove everywhere when I was a kid. So, got in a blue Toyota minivan and drove all over the East Coast, brother. I'm telling you, just piled in and went. Smoking on a plane. Yeah. Imagine that. Oh God, like things that are they just did. disgusting, I mean, right? Smoking in a bar is disgusting. To go in an airplane, you're gonna get it. It's like that Uncle D's up in St. Joe. People used to just go in there just to smoke. We had that one guy take his leg off and put it on the bar and smoke a cigarette and scratch his nub. It was it would have been better had he drink a beer out of that. Yeah, out of the fake leg. Out of it, yeah. yeah, if he would have like done Doss that. Boot. <laughs> yeah. and, like Dos Boot? Like rotated it around, slammed his beer, then slammed his leg down. Oh, that would have oh. been perfect. Yeah, it would have been fantastic. So anyway, uh, my friend Joe, uh, he plays armchair GM and does so a really Joe, good job at it, right? He's but probably he, good at Madden. He's trying to get the sausage egg and cheese or the steak egg and cheese bagel back at McDonald's. Um, That's a good so, point. Uh, so he texts me with this one he goes what do you think of this this hypothetical scenario and we love hypotheticals on yes, the show do. right how about this chiefs trade sneed in 32 to the colts for pick 15 and take brock bowers the tight end from georgia your thoughts jay binkley <laughs> i would absolutely uh positively uh love that do you think that's that... enough to get up to 15 though 32 no, and maybe we take you a future and take you uh some other uh drive they only have uh, six picks this year so maybe we'll take some some stuff next year but uh, bowers is the game changer that I feel that they could get besides Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. Brock Bowers, I think when it's all said and done, you're going to look back and, you know, as we look back at these old, you know, drafts and think, oh, man, there's a Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, Deion Sanders, Derek Thomas and mm-hmm. all that. Uh, I think that Bowers will be there, and I think that uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, will be there. I can't say they, these quarterbacks will be there, but I can – Pretty much say that uh, these guys are game changers. Yeah, they're they are. my top two players in the draft. Bowers and Marvin. Yeah. Who's your top quarterback? I like Michael Penix Jr. the most out of all of them. I just love the way that that guy plays the game. I like him except the injury history. The yeah. fact he's missed you know three seasons, getting getting hurt. That that part that part concerns me the most. Right. He's, I he, don't like Caleb Williams at all. Anybody who cries to their mother after a game just that doesn't scream leader to me. Sorry. Jane Daniels actually my favorite. He's fun too. He's, I like him a lot. He, I yeah. think he's got a chance to be the most electric. Yeah, he's so he's yeah, really that's, really good. That's my favorite. So so you got Jalen Daniels and you got Michael Penix Jr. are your top two. Jaden Daniels. Well, I, I would say uh, I would say I'd still put uh, Caleb up there before uh, Penix. Okay. Why? There's some people like Spencer Rattler better than Bo Nix. Really? Yeah. I like Bo Nix, too. I like Spencer Rattler coming yeah. in this year. Spencer strange. Rattler's been in college for 100 years. I do like he? Penix. I do like Penix, but, you know, the injury thing. Would be yeah, I, I get you, and that's a fair point. I, You know, there's just certain players I just love watching play, and Michael Penix Jr. is one of those guys I just love watching him play. Like, he just he just pops for me. You well, know? Bowers would be absolutely 100% perfect in Andy Reid offense. Yeah. 100%. I, you're going to have to do more than probably 15. Oh, yeah. You know, 32 well, to, I don't know, to man. move up, though. I've seen anywhere from five to uh, with the Chargers of five to, to 50. I even saw what to Daniel Jeremiah, I think, is it was his. There's maybe another had him at 18 to the Bengals, which I don't want to see Bowers go to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. He's already got Kincaid up with Buffalo at this point. But uh, I would 100% like it because I think it's just the perfect fit. 
for what this team has yeah, a tight end that can catch like that. I and, mean, it'd be the absolute perfect And then fit. you kind of have your replacement for Travis Kelsey. It's 100% so, the replacement for Travis Kelsey. Watch this. If they trade up and get Brock Bowers, you know how much time Travis Kelsey has left. I'm told one to two more years, but, you know, who the hell knows? You know, you go up and but trade for Brock Bowers. But imagine going this year yeah. with a one-two combination. Oh, my God. That's they love sick. double tight ends and oh, 12 yeah. personnel and 13 personnel. They love that. So. I do. I, I think that would be a lot of fun to see him in the system and have a year or two with Travis Kelsey and move on. Um, so here, here's the the, uh, the hypothetical you have about uh, Mahomes, you said he could be easily tied with Tom Brady with five rings. What? What? If Tom has seven. What are you talking about, well, here, Jay? Curious. What are you talking about, Jay? Let me throw this out here. Just, just bear with me. It's, it's a bit hot takey, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. Just think about this. So D Ford's offsides, right? Tom Brady ends up going to the Super Bowl, gets a Super Bowl ring, right? And I think the Chiefs had they played a Rams rematch. I would have liked the Chiefs in that situation. Absolutely. Right. So I think you we take Tom yeah. away, six, mm-hmm. you give Mahomes four. Okay. And then, of course, when they played head-to-head head head, and the offensive line was so bad for the Chiefs, and that was a two-game swing. Yeah. That was a two-Super Bowl swing with Tom getting one and Mahomes not getting one. Had you go into that game, and again, they got beat that guy. They got beat fair and square that day. They got beat bad in that Super Bowl. But they still made it. But I'm saying if that game goes your way, the D4 thing, I mean, that, that's a freak thing that happened. They gave, they gave Tom another ring. Right. But what I'm saying is the tuck rule, had that been in effect oh, yeah. and things like that, and all of a sudden you're talking about Tom with five or six now in Mahomes. Again, you go into that Super Bowl, different mindset, and you actually win that game. Mm-hmm. It'd be weird sitting here going, 20 years old, Mahomes got five, and Brady would have five. Right. I mean, that, that just shows you how big that Super Bowl head-to-head was two-game swing. So in the grand scheme of things, that's not too unrealistic to think about. We think, oh, Mahomes got a long way to go. He's got three. Brady's got seven. Well, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Right. That thing really, really could be a lot closer it, than we think. I mean, you're right about that. Had, had had they beaten the Patriots, that takes seven to six. To six. Had they beaten Tampa Bay, that takes six to five. Give you Mahomes know, five. two more, and now you got five. I mean, that's how close they and both razor are five thin and that Mahomes is, is twenty right? years old. Yeah, I mean that that's insane. I mean, we would be talking about Mahomes as the greatest quarterback of all time, and wouldn't he be a debate? There would be no debate about it because he would have beaten Tom Brady head to head. That shows you a one too. game yeah. swing changes your perception on who's the best all time, Brady or Mahomes. Even yeah. though Mahomes is running for his life in that game, but that's how and he did get what his fourth Super Bowl till. Well, until he was 37, 38, and 41. Yeah. You know, as far as he would he be at 28 years old with five Super Bowl rings. And it's not out of the realm of possibility. We're no. talking about he got to the Super Bowl, but win that game. Right. And then, of course, D. Ford's not off sides. That at least takes one away from Tom Brady. Even if the Chiefs go and don't win, right. Brady's got six instead of seven. Right. And also on the, from the 913, they say also Pete Carroll not running beast mode at the goal line, too. That could take another Super Bowl away True. from Tom Brady. Yeah, like he has been the beneficiary of some good luck. They say you create your own luck, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Tom Brady because he was, he's and the he's best of all time. He's bad luck with right David now. Tyree's catch yeah, and stuff right. like that. That's true. That, that kind of evens it out, that 10-year stretch right there. But I, I think what you're looking at is, is sooner rather than later, everybody is going to agree that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback that's ever played this game. And I, and I think right now, taking the Super Bowl rings away, which you can't because that's how we judge allegedly yeah. quarterbacks now in the NFL, you're watching Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. We all know Patrick Mahomes is the better quarterback, and Tom Brady would tell you that he's the better quarterback. Nobody from a football-playing standpoint has played this game better, in my opinion, than Patrick Mahomes. And he, the only reason he doesn't have the rings right now is because he hasn't been here long enough, you know? I'm just saying, is it that far to think about the three to seven if you think about things and how they could have gone just... Right. I mean, at one game, I mean, playing head-to-head, that's a two-game freaking swing yeah. is how big that that game was that they could be sitting here sitting here uh, tied in Mahomes at 28 years old, which is just insane how that would have changed. But things things happen, and uh, the funniest thing was, I remember someone saying if, if Peyton Manning's uh, – if Archie uh, never had met his wife, right? the Mannings, Brady might have like 11 rings. Oh, that's funny. Because yeah. Peyton Manning kept him out of like two AFC title games. Eli Manning beat him twice in a Super Bowl. Right. So Brady could be sitting here looking at 11 if it wasn't for the Mannings <laughs> meeting each other and having Peyton and Eli. <laughs> like, honestly, that, like, that, the I Manning mean, family name. you say that, yeah. Well, the Manning family name kept him away from probably 11. Uh, yeah, probably. You're probably right about that. I mean, when you, when you start to no think Mannings. about all that, right? If there were no Mannings and, you know, if the world didn't exist, we no. wouldn't be here. 
Or if Luke Kochaver didn't go down, Wade Davis, you don't yeah, have him. You don't have Wade Davis, HDH, right? Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. So, yeah, crazy stuff, man, when you start to peel back the, the onion peel of, of saying, life, right? I don't right? know if yeah. it's as crazy as, you know, we think the three and seven, because is it really that far different? Right. Is it really the difference between three and seven? Yeah, I know. You're, you're absolutely right about that. We're making a big deal about it, and it's still a four-game gap, but is it really is a really four-game four gap? It's interesting, yeah. So the other big story yesterday, and we'll get into the Chiefs renovation plan coming up in about 10 minutes here, or five minutes or so. I just want to get your guys' take on what you saw yesterday from the Chiefs. But also the big story yesterday was that Clark Hunt was rated as the worst owner in the NFL by the NFL Players Association. He came in ranked 32 F- minus as the owner of the, the, <laughs> the Kansas F- City Chiefs. I, it, it, it's because players wanted a better locker room. Well, right? I understand they F- didn't get the F- it, right? Minus, that's what the part that got me. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> it was like, I've never heard of an F-. Minus. Right. Like if you fail some, you just, you you just fail. fail. It's F. Right, it's an F. But you an can't F- get minus? Worse. That's I mean, true. Like you, you go more negative than an F. Right. Yeah, you can't I understand B minus and C minus, but an F minus. Yeah. Come on, man. That's but, when you put your all into failing, right? But there. that was cruel. Failing. I mean, that I was cruel. I got a forty too. instead Not of only 50. am I going to blow this, I'm going to do this epically. I mean, you know, the NFL PA did him dirty on that one. F minus, come on. Well, I mean, that's what the players voted, right? F is fine, but F minus, come on. F minus, right? Like, but for us as fans, like, does it really have an impact? No, it does. But I saw it. I'm like, are you kidding me? F minus, yeah. But maybe it does from like a free agent standpoint or or whatever, or you know, you wanted. A new locker room. You said you were going to get it. You didn't get it. You wanted chairs, not stools. You got the chairs. Like it's, it's all stuff that I look at and I go, eh, okay, maybe there's a little you know whining from a player standpoint going on here. But whatever, floats your boat, right? Vote however you want. But what I want to know is, does Clark Hunt being ranked 32nd have you thinking now you're going to vote no on the stadium renovations? Like, does that impact the way? that you think as a fan, because I know from a lot of fans, and we're seeing it on the, the text line today as well, fans want the owners to pay for their own venues. I mean, that's been going on since the, the dawn of time. Does the perception that he won't upgrade the locker room and get better amenities for the players make you think, yeah, you know what, maybe we're not going to give this guy in this organization taxpayer money. I don't think the two are in the same category at all. I don't think his ranking has anything to do with the, the stadium needing upgrades and, and, under, and needing improvements, but I can understand if you do have that feeling that you're right, that's your prerogative to kind of have that feeling. So I, I look at the the rankings yesterday. I kind of laughed a little bit because we're winning Super Bowls and the Players Association is voting Clark Hunt as the worst owner ever. Hey, if that's what it takes to win Super Bowls, guys, then I'm all for it. Continue to do you, Clark, because it's paying off, right? It's It's paying off. But my big concern with that ranking ultimately is – Things weren't great before Andy Reid got here. This organization was a disaster. And somebody on the text line is like, they do everything right. Nah, they do everything right now that Andy Reid is here. Pre-Andy Reid, it was it was not good. Pre-Carl Peterson for 20 years, it was not a good organization, right? So Andy Reid came in and changed a lot of things. Hopefully Andy can, you know, put his arm around Clark and go, come here, sit down for a second. Let me let me tell you how you can get a better grade next year. Here's what we need to do. And then set the organization up for the future going forward. But from a fan standpoint, I'm like, hey, whatever, we're winning Super Bowl. I don't care who owns the team, right? Like, it doesn't matter where you're I rank. just think you put on the ballot, do you want to give Mahomes a new locker? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That would be the, the only thing they need. Honestly, you want, would you like do you Patrick want to give Mahomes' Mahomes baseball locker? team a new stadium? Yes. Do you want Mahomes <laughs> to have a facility that's not an F-? minus? Right. Yes. Yeah. It's all they need to so do. So I, I wonder, you know, sometimes with this voting, like when they do surveys at your office, you know, you're only going to weigh in if you hate things, right? Oh, that boss stinks or whatever. Like how many people that are, you know, happy with it vote in these kind of things? So you always got to take it with a grain of salt. Or Google but reviews. Who sits there and reviews it if you had a good experience? Nobody does that. It's sad that people you do You want to get, oh, I'll tell you exactly yeah. what happened to my experience. Yeah, like people love to post negative stuff. It's just human nature that we love to vent on the negative. And when something good happens, it's like, well, it's expected to be that way, so I'm not going to talk about it. And and, and that's, that's kind of that's kind of where we are. But I know as a that's fan, I'm like, hey, what's going on right now? You made the right hire in Andy Reid, and the rest is history, right? And the like, guy really fill it out. It's like, you know what? These, these are fine. I right. got my locker. I got this new chair that they gave us instead of the stool. I'm, you know, yeah. I'm winning Super Bowls. You're winning championships, and you're getting paid. Like that's yeah, all that matters, I, right? Know, I really care. And then 77 percent of respondents, so they did have what almost 23 uh, percent, so almost a, a fourth not fill it out would that fourth of like the facilities and then would that have changed things or not I right know. i don't know and again what are you looking for in a facility are you looking for a palatial estate like you had in college that doesn't really happen but anytime NFL, you have a suggestion right? box you get what you ask for. oh you get what you ask for the toilets are over flooding. you don't get hey you guys did a great job of maintaining the grounds today like the, yeah. nobody ever says anything like that coming up here on 610 sports radio do the chiefs and royals secretly want this vote to fail we'll discuss it next 
Hey, this is Trey Smith. We'll go with my guy Bob Fesco in the morning starting at 6 on 610 Sports Radio. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. Whatever that means, I don't know. Little Doobie Brothers this morning here on the 610 Sports Radio. B-Dub with the tunes. Jay Binkley riding alongside. Uh, Josh is in uh, Wichita this morning bowling, smoking a butt. I don't know. Um, whatever you do to the bowling alley, right? So there you go. Have some fun down in in, in Wichita. Um, yeah, eat, definitely. If Josh doesn't come back and say, I devoured crinkle cut fries and onion rings and a greasy burger where the yes. grease runs down your arm. Mm. Oh, my God. You're missing it out, Some of the man. best food ever is at a bowling alley. No doubt. Correct. No Honestly, question. You're 100% right. That a, greasy one griddle. Famous, yeah. One of the most famous burgers in the cities in Liberty, Missouri at the Liberty Bowl, the 300 burger. I've heard I'm about that place. I mean, yeah. How many know. times do you go there a day? Uh, Seven. Okay, good. That's good. I like that. I do. I do enjoy. It's good. No, but it's, well, it's an yeah. underrated place to go eat. Yeah, it is. No, everybody talks alley. about that place. I've not been up there to the bowling alley uh, to to grab it, but I have heard a ton yeah. about that burger. It's a great place to go. Now, Bink, you take dates to Chili's and stuff, that's right. right? That's now, right. Has a date made it to the three hundred burger? No, yet. haven't done that yet. Oh, wow. that's, right. that's, that's good. That's, that's good marriage good. type yeah. stuff. Yeah. There. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's when you about ready to put that ring on, my friend. When you three hundred them. <laughs> You know? Oh my goodness! What makes the burger so good? Is it just cooked in grease, or yeah, what's on I mean, it? I mean, you yeah. got lettuce, tomato, the whole nine Fantastic yards. Fantastic burger! I'm telling you, what peanut butter and bacon on a burger—that's the way to go. It's Elvis oh, liked it, didn't he? Banana, no, he, he liked peanut butter, banana sandwiches. But if okay. you put peanut, have okay. you ever had peanut butter on a burger? No, fantastic. I've seen it. It's I've fantastic. Never had it. it is. You think gross, but it is fantastic. You peanut butter and bacon at the same time with an egg. I don't think the egg was on there, but you can put an egg on there all you want. Josh turned me on to that burger, and it was we were in New Orleans for the <laughs> Final Four. And he's like, "You got to get this peanut butter burger." I'm like, "That sounds disgusting." Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> what about the uh, the new grill you have? They could do that. I could do it on the, the yeah. Blackstone. I got yeah, yeah I could absolutely do butter. that out. So the renovations, <laughs> Josh turned you on. <laughs> the generations come out. Other generations. The renovations come out yesterday for Arrowhead, and judging by the text line, not a lot of. People are whelmed by, by what went out there uh, at Arrowhead Stadium yesterday. And that, that's kind of where I am about that. I, I am under the approach of, okay, those are all nice things that make the stadium look great and they're needed. What do they really do for me? What do they really do for the community? And from the 816 on the J Southland Tow Service text line, two days ago I was a little more hesitant about voting for the Royals' new stadium versus the Chiefs. But the thing is, they are, it's the same vote to extend the sales tax. You vote for one, you vote for the other, right? Today, I'm much more hesitant about voting for the Chiefs renovation than the Royal Stadium. Everything Chiefs-related seems to only help the Chiefs. And I, I, I look at that and I go, from a community benefit standpoint, he's not wrong about that, right? I mean, he's really, truly not wrong. Yes, there's going to be more bathrooms and more parking and that kind of stuff. But the wow factor just wasn't there yesterday from the Chiefs. Like, wow, People ought to be happy about that. that. That was sold at the parking. <laughs> the way this yeah. town loves parking. 3,000 more parking spots. Give me two. I'm shocked yeah. that people don't love that. Here's the thing. I mean, yeah. as far as the community aspect of it, mm-hmm. again, I'll go back to having a professional team and not having one. Ask the people in St. Louis how much they miss the NFL. Because the NFL is king right now, and having an NFL team is the number one thing right. in America for a sports team, to have the NFL. We were joking around that the NFL offseason is the second most popular sport uh, in America, and it might be true. It might 100% be true as yeah. far as the offseason is concerned. But don't take it for granted have a professional team. To me, that's what this whole thing boils down to. You know, I mean, yeah, suites and end zone suites, I mean, things I wouldn't see, and you see all these new stadiums and you get jealous. Right. Because I heard that word mentioned as well. But you see Allegiant and – you know, you know what Jerry's world is down in Texas, how much fun that looks. I mean, these new stadiums look great. The one in Atlanta, they, they look fun. It looks like a lot of fun to have a new stadium, and I get that. But what about what the Chiefs mean in this community? What about what the Chiefs mean to people in their own house? The fact is getting together every Sunday, watching the games with family, friends, the Super Bowl runs you've been on, the pride that you feel about that football team, being right here in your community. And, oh, if they mention Kansas at all, people get upset. Right. 
but they love it being in Kansas City, Missouri. They love the draft being in Kansas City, Missouri. They're so proud of their football team. But to lose that, to me, is the main thing. I mean, we can talk about downtown stadiums or, you know, putting in some suites or more parking decks or canopies or whatever. To me, the bottom line is keeping the team or losing the team. Bottom line, no gray area. It's lose them or keep them. Right. They, to me, it's – and they mean everything to this community. Sure. Not that they yeah. wouldn't mean a ton to Johnson County and whatever. Right. But to have them in your backyard to live – and I do not live in Jackson County, but to live in Jackson County, say we have two professional teams. You know, ask Oakland how they feel right. about losing. Ask St. Louis how they feel. Right. Ask how people in Kansas City felt when they lost the Athletics or lost the Kansas City Kings, which I'm still pissed about. But yeah, right. <laughs> it sucks. It sucks when you see that moving van, you know, shut that doors and that team's gone. Right. I mean, Cleveland, when that uh, moving van. Yeah. I know we we talk about earlier that you know Colts, people don't Baltimore. weigh in when they like something, right? You don't give a Google review when something's good, right? I'm looking at the text line right now. I've yet to see something really positive about what the Chiefs unveiled yesterday uh, out at Arrowhead Stadium, and 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 I tease going into the segment: um, Do the Chiefs and Royals secretly want this vote to fail? And the reason I tease it that way is because I'm I am seeing on the text line that a lot of people have texted in. I even talked to some people yesterday, kind of in the inner circles, that are wondering the same thing. Like they're they're wondering that exact same thing. Like, hmm, we haven't really seen much publicity at all to vote yes on this thing. We haven't really seen a plan by the Royals until like yesterday when voting is all or the Chiefs when voting has already begun. And it wasn't a plan that overwhelmed a lot of people yesterday from a Chiefs standpoint. And so as I talked about on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, and now here we are again on Thursday, Jay, there are other jurisdictions that have better funding offers on the table for the teams, but the teams want to be loyal to Jackson County. They want to stay in Jackson County, but now it's up to Jackson County to say, yeah, we want these teams here in Jackson County. So if this vote fails, there will be other offers out there that these teams can accept from other jurisdictions, and one of them probably is going to end up moving to Kansas. And I got a text from somebody in the know yesterday wondering the same thing, like, did that plan say that they really want to be here? I mean, that was kind of like, you know, a, a, a turf field for activation zones and some extra parking. Which I still extra, don't know what that is. But. Well, it's a way for you to spend more money. That's exactly what that is. And and, and so the the renovations at Arrowhead, the, like I, I like them. They look pretty and all. But, like, from a taxpayer standpoint, I look at that and I go, if you want that, then you pay for that. If I'm voting, which I'm not because I don't live in Jackson County, but if I were voting, I would I would absolutely vote yes because I love the Royals plan. I love John Sherman putting in a billion dollars plus cost overruns of his own money to make something new, special, and great for Kansas City. If this chief thing was on the ballot by itself, I'd 100% vote no on that. But I want the Royals plan to happen, so I would vote yes on that. So I'm not telling you how to vote or what to do. I'm just giving the information that is out there and, and letting people know that they didn't start their campaign till this week. The Chiefs were late to the game releasing their renovation plans. Like, if this was something you were truly a million percent behind, you would have been yelling and screaming about this for a year that this is what we want to do. And it feels like it's kind of just all rushed at the last second. And it makes me wonder, huh, with those other offers out there from other jurisdictions, are the teams getting a little bit of cold feet? And a lot of people on the text line are wondering that as well. First of all, it should have started with uh, some joint communication to not raise people's taxes until you get this on the ballot and passed, then do it. Uh, but they weren't thinking about that. Um, here's the text line. And this is what people are saying. You know, I, I, I can see the Royals moving, but not the Chiefs. Don't fear monger. Here's the thing. I'm not fear-mongering. Is, is, well, is that from an 816? Yeah, from the 816. But here's the thing. Who's going to pay for it? If this fails... The Chiefs aren't going to sit there and get no public money. They're not going to sit there and stay there. If this no, fails, no the Chiefs are going to be, be running to Kansas and right. running They've to Laura Kelly. They won't it's sign a lease without public finance. Right. Look at cities in this country where teams have left. This is nothing Fear-mongering is, is saying there's nowhere to park downtown. That's fear-mongering. Yes. Yes. This is telling you what's going Was on. Was it fear-mongering when the Raiders told Oakland they're going to leave again? Did they leave again? Yeah, they're in Las Vegas. How about the A's telling Oakland they were going to leave and for they're 20 years, and they're gone. They're going to Sacramento. How about the Rams, the fear-mongering right. in St. Louis? They're in, fear-mongering. They're in LA. This is This is legit oh, the conversation. The San Diego Chargers, was that fear-mongering, or did they stay in San Diego? No, they moved to L.A. Montreal, Expos, fear-mongering? No. 
No, they moved to Washington, D.C., right? Oklahoma City Thunder, Seattle Super Sonics. Right. Was that fear-mongering in Seattle? No, no. they got up and moved. They got up and moved. It, it happens all the time. And I don't want to be in a position where we're losing our teams. And I don't think we are losing the teams of the area. They may move out of Jackson County if this vote doesn't pass. But that's up for the citizens of Jackson County to decide. The but the teams, amount of money the team brings to the county right. is insurmountable. Do people actually look? I, I, you need to see graphs on that. Right. They, need to, they need to push that out there. How much money does the county make having a professional football team and a professional baseball team play within its county and then have the concerts come in here and get 1% earnings tax from anybody that plays baseball or football at the Truman right. Sports Complex or Sinks? Right. That is free money to your county by having those two teams in every county wants that. To lose it is insanity when you're talking about maybe possibly losing a football team that's won three of the last five Super Bowls. Yeah. This still happen in America. This is like it's it's right there on your plate. It takes a yes vote or no vote. It's that simple. Right. If it's you're right, right there in front if, of you, if, if, if you, you want the Super Bowl team or not. Right. If you want to keep the teams in Jackson County, then you vote yes. If you vote no and the vote fails and they move to Wyandotte County, then they move to Wyandotte. Who cares? It's still in the area. It's not like they're leaving the area. But I will say other jurisdictions, other cities have contacted these teams. They wouldn't be doing their job yeah. if they didn't. Anytime there's a stadium kerfuffle, people are calling from well, other cities. I'd be cities. all about Platt. I mean, I'd be on that committee. Right. Come on in. So here, here's it's a Kansas City, Missouri. Let's go. Here, here's a couple of texts. This is a great one from the eight one six. Did the Dallas Texans stay in Dallas? A great text. I love you for that one. That's a brilliant one right there. Um, from the six six zero, teams aren't leaving KC. Going to Kansas or Northside isn't leaving Kansas City. You are a hundred percent right about that. But for every text that says that, we get ten people texting and going, "I don't want to lose them to Kansas, and I'll never go if they go to Kansas." Like the state line thing is really a big sticking point, and it's a great thing for both teams to have the ability to have that state line to kind of go back and forth. I think it's great. Whether the Chiefs are in Wyandotte County or Jackson County, I don't give a rip as long as they're in the Kansas City Metro. Whether the Royals are in Jackson County or Johnson County or Clay County, I'll give a rip long as they're in our city and our metro area. That's all that matters. But if Nashville's picking up the phone or <laughs> Whatever city is picking up the phone and calling here and say, we got a great offer for you, and this vote fails, they're going to listen to these other offers. That's why I keep saying the it's facts. stadium free agency. The facts are this. There are other jurisdictions that have better public financing offers on the table for both the Royals and Chiefs. Take that information how you want. Those are the facts. I'm just giving you that information. It's not fear-mongering at all. Again, fear-mongering is telling us there's nowhere to park downtown. That's fear-mongering. Fear-mongering is lying about weather forecasts. That's fear-mongering. This is fact. This is not a fear-monger at all. Have you ever seen vultures circle the air over their prey? When something's dead, roadkill vultures are circling. Right. We think Kansas is doing. What do you think Laura Kelly's doing right now? What do you think they're doing? Yep. The vultures are in the sky. They're waiting for Kansas City to blank it up and then take them. Right. What's that? Uh, blank around and find out? Yeah. No. <laughs> this is totally yeah. one of those blank around and find out moments. Right. Here's here's from the 816. Chiefs Royals move to Kansas. I'm done. Really? You're gonna you're gonna stop being a fan of your team because they move five minutes to the other direction. That's just a stupid take. Just it really is. It's a bad take. And I'm not gonna sit here and, and pretend like, oh, that's your right. You can do that. You do whatever you want. But if you're giving up your fandom because your team moved, you know, how many New York fans gave up on the Giants and Jets when they moved to Jersey? Right? Like nobody even cares. Back then, it was a big thing. The mayor got involved in the 70s, whatever. I don't care where they go, as long as they're in the city. But I do, I do care yeah. about my county having them and in, in the money and the income that comes in from having them in your county. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good for the county. Yeah, it's, it's just it's really good for the county. So what do you guys want to do? 913-586-7610. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.